This episode of LAW The Walking Dead Review is aimed toward just the zombies of this of the show. Ah. Arby's. Eat at Arby's. LIW, The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead Review. Hello, citizens. Is it me you're looking for? I'm Phoenix West. Welcome to LIW, The Walking Dead Review, episode 77. I was going to say today I watched, but it was a couple days ago. I'm going to be honest. I watched 709 of The Walking Dead, Rock in the Road, my favorite ice cream flavor and my favorite Walking Dead episode flavor. That's right. That's my favorite up. Ep- no, it's, it was all right. It was pretty good. So, you know when you have a a big series, mid series finale, and then you go like, "Oh, we're gonna build toward this war. Here we go. We're finally gonna start fighting Negan. Here we go. We're gonna start, you know, collecting everybody, and then here we go. Ah, let's go. And then you have a two month gap. You know the best way to recapture that audience that stuck by you through a bunch of shit is to just like have a full. Minute and a half, the shot of, of of the most exciting character, Father Gabriel, just reading a book in the dark, in silence. Just, just that's how you start it. You just like, let's let's let him know that we don't care. Still, we just we took off time and we just don't care anymore. Here we go, and then you know he starts st- taking shit out of the, uh, taking their food and puts it in a box, runs away. And I was like, oh, he's taking, he looks like he's taking shit, but he's not really. Why would he, why would he just run off with shit? And uh, we do find out what happened later, but not until the next episode. So I can't really, I can't really tease. I have seen 7, 9, and 7, 10, I'll be honest. And there's a moment that happens in 7, 10 that I want to talk about so fucking bad. But we will have to wait to get there. And I just want to speed through this one just so I can get there. So let's move on. Uh, Maggie... Uh, you know, last we saw, um, Rick and all this group showed up at the hilltop, and then Maggie was there, and apparently she didn't take take over Gregory yet. I wasn't sure; I couldn't remember. Talked about it before. I really, they really didn't let you know if she took over or not. I think they're gonna do a much more, uh, a much bigger moment later, where she, you know, really overthrows him. Anyway, he's a huge fucking puss. I fucking hate Gregory. He's a piece of shit. Um, he tells Rick that they aren't willing to help. But he does it in the most non-committal speech in fucking history. It was kind of amazing. It was a performance. He goes, "I am not. That is. That's foolish. Why would I help you? Why, the, the, we had a great thing going with him right now. You know, if it happens behind my back and I don't know about it, that's fine. It's the most political fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, like I'm not saying no. Well, I am saying no. But if you do it anyway, I'm willing to not or act like I didn't know about it." It's like a fucking child. A child would do this. This is what children do. When they when they don't understand that silence is it's 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 a it's a way of, of being on board, you know what I mean? You're either with us against us, he says, and then this is what Daryl Daryl's you're a fucking pussy basically. Like you're either with us or you're against us. And um He's just like, well, you know, if it happens and I don't uh, you don't tell me directly, then how can you really say I knew about it? I was like, God damn, dude, just fucking say yes or no. Yes or no, moving on. Anyway, I don't know why they just don't go, okay, you're out of here. Clearly you're fucking out of here. Get the fuck out of here. That's what you should do in this situation. It's very obvious. 
He, uh, oh, let me say right now, this is the first episode I've recorded since I put soundproofing tile up in the studio, so I hope it sounds better. I have a giant window here in the studio that overlooks the road, and I constantly hear motorcycles, because this is Phoenix, Arizona, and there's nothing but fucking motorcycles here. So I hope this sounds better. And if it doesn't, tell me it does, so I don't feel like I wasted my time and money putting soundproofing tiles over the window. Because it's it's very dark in here now. It's very creepy, and I can't see the outside. I would have to remove so much stuff just to look out the window. and I miss it. I miss the outside world. All I know right now is zombies. Zombies in studios. Oh, God. I'm turning into one. So um, they go to the kingdom after this. Um, oh, wait. Before that, before they leave there, they walk outside, and all the, all the people from the hilltop are like, We're on your side. And they're like, who got you aroused and got on you on our side? And they're like, oh, Enid did. I'm like, hey, she actually fucking did something for once. That bitch actually did something. Holy shit. She did one. And then Carl looks at her like, bitch, you did something useful? Whoa, I didn't know you know how to be useful. I didn't know you had that skill, that particular set of skills. And she's like, yeah, well, I hide it well. But through a thick layer of stupidity and doing unnecessary selfish acts. <laughs> JSS. <laughs> Oh, I mean it. I'm a character that doesn't matter in any way. I still can't tell if she's just there to replace the girl. What is her name? I forget her fucking name from the comic. The uh, the uh, the Whisperer's daughter, the Alpha's Alpha's daughter. Anyway, don't fucking care. The uh, they go to the kingdom. They, there's a reunion with Morgan, and then it almost doesn't matter because they're like, oh hey Morgan, <clears throat> what's up? And he's like, oh how much? And like, oh cool, cool. I was like, that was fucking pathetic. You know you don't you don't matter when people are like, oh, I haven't seen you in a long time, man. What's up? This isn't like two years after high school. This is the fucking zombie apocalypse. This is like, there's there's major death happening all the time. And they're just like, oh, you're alive. Cool, cool. I don't know. Was it Mancy? Was that your name? Um, Mike? Morgan. Hey, Morgan. Ah, it's Morgan. Yeah, that guy's guy great. How he didn't want to help us ever, ever. When you're constantly the rock in the road in the name of this episode is fucking you, Morgan. You were constantly that rock in the goddamn road, you asshole. Um, it doesn't matter. Rick is so bored with his story that he tells him. Morgan's like, oh, I came out here and I found Carol. And he's like, uh-huh. And then the second he stops talking, he walks away. I was like, goddamn. Nobody gives a shit about Morgan. I'm not the only one now. Um, Rick convinces... Oh, I thought he was going to convince King Ezekiel using this long, rambling story. and But he kind of leaves it like, Ezekiel's like, oh, I'll think about it. But the story is, Rick's just like, you know, my mom told me this story when I, when I was younger. Um, you know, and this, there's a village, and there's a rock on the road, and you have to go really far around it. And it was dangerous out in the woods. And then, you know, people were like, why don't we just get rid of that rock? And they're like, ah, it's too big. It's, too, it's just too much work. We don't want to do that. Let's go in the woods and go around it. And then this one kid was like, you know what? I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that exact thing that they just said. So I don't have to repeat myself. They, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get rid of that rock. I guess I am. And uh, he starts digging at it, and his fingers start bleeding, and his, you know, his bones start showing through his fingers, and he becomes a zombie. And you know what? It, that rock is made of meat. It's made of human meat. So he eats the rock, and then he eats the rock down to nothing. And he finds gold and, and diamonds in the middle because the king put that rock in the road and wanted somebody... Whoever got rid of the rock wanted them to be rewarded for their hard work. But he was a zombie, and he didn't give a shit about diamonds or gold. So he fucking left it. And he ate everybody in the village. Because that's how zombies work. He took it over, and he killed them all. Every last human being was eaten. Even the babies. Especially the babies. Okay? 
The babies were eaten first so that the, the mothers would have to watch them. And the king came down from his, from his kingdom, from his castle. And he's like, I, the rock is gone on my way into town. I noticed the rock was gone. Oh, my God, what the fuck happened? Where's my God? And then he got eaten, too. And that's the moral of the story is don't fuck with rocks in the road. They are dangerous, and they will kill you. They will kill your whole town, including your babies, especially the babies. Okay? That's what you do. So, you know, Ezekiel, uh, I help out, bro. And Ezekiel's like, what the fuck was that? Um... Okay, crazy man. I'll, th- I'll think about it. Yeah, that's that's me. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take like a day or two. <laughs> trust trust me. Um, yeah, I'll talk to you later then. So and then um, this kid from the Scouts Guide um, to the Zombie Apocalypse, which is I think that's why they cast him here. And he's also from the movie called I think it's called The Good Neighbor. It's on Netflix. It has James Caan. They try to trick an old man into thinking that he's haunted by ghosts. It's a really good movie. You should watch it. It's on Netflix. Good, the Good Neighbor, I believe it's called. Check it out, or look for James Con on there. You'll find it. It's really good. It was interesting. Was it amazing? It was just a solid movie. I like solid movies more than I like mind blowing movies. Like I like movies like that more than I like Inception. We're like, whoa! Like what? Uh, yeah, we tried too hard. Anyway, the um, I'm way off topic. He, um, where am I? He talks to Carol. I don't know. They kind of they showed him before. I guess he was the kid with the younger brother or some shit like that. Who fucking cares? Ezekiel says no. <laughs> the next day, even though he talks to the kid from Scout's Guide, and then the kid from Scout's Guide gives him really good advice, and he's like, "That's really good advice, kid. You're you're wise beyond your years." Anyway, I don't want to follow that advice though. So no, I don't want to help you. And, and he's like, "But we will take in Daryl. We will give him refuge. So we'll do that much." He's kind of like he's putting one finger into the plan and being like, "Ah, we're." We're kind of here. I'm more committed than Gregory. You know, if you want to fight him, that's fine. But what, and then they all leave. Every, all our our main group leaves, and they have their weird, sad war anthem that has a bunch of. It's it's a really good anthem. They're doing this war anthem for this se- this half season, and it's really good. They started at the at the end of last episode, the seven oh eight episode, when they're starting to realize they have to fight Negan. And they started playing that music, and they're still playing it now. And I like it. It's a good. It's a good through through music. I like it. I like it a lot. The show does things well. That's the fucking infuriating part about it. If it was just pure shit, we could just make fun of it, and then that would be it. And you'd be like, who watches this thing anyway? But when they do really great things, and, and then they follow it up with like boring shit for long stretches of, of time, it makes it infuriating. You can't just, just pick, a path, pick a path. You, you, you found the rock in the road, and you decided... Let's kind of chisel out some of it and slide past it. Some slide some storylines past it, so it's kind of going through the road. And then let's put some some in the fucking woods for days, literally, because that's what you fucking watch sometimes. Remember the Michonne episode? Oh my god. Anyway, um, the um, they leave and they start walking away. And I realize at this point, um, Andrew Lincoln, the guy who plays Rick Grimes, is a CGI creature from the he's like from the waist up. It's him. But from the waist down, he's just like inserted into someone else's legs. Watch the way he walks. Go watch this episode again. When they leave the kingdom and they're walking toward the camera, look at his from the waist up and look from the waist down. It doesn't match up. He swivels his hips in a way that doesn't follow his body. He like It's like he's a, a one of those hula girls you put on a dashboard and you flick it sideways. And you, you just kind of like... I'm like, what, how is he making these movements based on your movement has to start somewhere? And this, this doesn't follow through at all. It's like a, 
he has shock absorbing hips and then doesn't transfer into his body. I don't. It's fucking bizarre. I can't follow it. It doesn't make any sense. The only way, the only logical explanation, is he's um, inserted digitally later on, and I don't know why they would do that. But I am one hundred percent convinced now after seeing this shot that his legs just look like they don't belong to him. It's fucking weird. Anyway, there's they go to leave. There's a bunch of cars blocking their path. Um, this is when the, the episode really slows down and gets kind of stupid. The um, whenever they deal with the the people and the and the conversations and their you know their packs and their you know who's on whose side, it's all interesting. And then when they do this shit, they're sp- they want it to be exciting, but I'm kind of like. <sighs> There's cars blocking their path. Uh, they go, we have to get past this, but we can't let the saviors know that we, you know, we, we got past this. So they start moving the cars, and they go around it, and then they find this cable. It's all rigged with dynamite. And they're like, oh, it must be because there's a herd coming. And then Rosita, he's, but they're like, we need this dynamite. We need these explosives. And Rosita's like, got it. And she starts like taking it apart. She finds the, she just immediately finds the, uh, I don't know what the fuck, I'm not a bomb guy, I'm not, I don't know, I'm a white, te- I was a white teenager at one point, but I didn't look up in the bombs, uh, I was before Columbine and shit like that, so, um, but she just finds, like, the, the spot where you rig it all up, you know, and it's all covered up, and she just finds it and takes it apart, and then I was like, oh, why the fuck does Rosita know how to, I guess, was she in the army? I know she dresses like a weird army girl, she dresses like a, like you would jerk off to if you were into, like, anime and shit, I don't know, it just seems like one of those ladies... Anyway, um, I don't know what the fuck I was going with that. I, I, I don't know the words enough in the anime to to use <laughs> to describe her, so I just I just gave up. So you're welcome. The um, point is though, they hear on the radio that Negan's going to Alexandria to look for Daryl, and they're like, "Oh shit, we gotta go. We gotta hurry. We gotta get there before he gets there." And then they left Daryl at at uh, Kingdom. So I'm like, "Why do you, Why do you gotta Why do you gotta hurry? Why can't you just say you're out scavenging?" I don't, I don't get it, but whatever. So they get back to Alexandria. I don't know. They have to go back there. And then they're like, this feels like forced tension because they look up and they're like, a herd. Oh, no. We can, and they're like, we have to use it to our advantage. And I was like, what? And then the zombies are way in the distance, way, like miles away. Because they see them through, uh, through uh, binoculars. And then she's just like, here they come, Michonne. And she's like, here they come. Oh, God. You know, they're like, we start getting the explosives, and they, they show them get expl- just pick up the explosives. And Rosita's like, this one's bad, and lays it down somewhere else. Um, they walk over here, they grab the cars, they move the cars back. Rick and Michonne um, move the cars with the wire, and it cuts them all in half. It's fucking cool looking, but it makes no sense. If you don't want the saviors to know you're there, maybe don't slice up one million zombies in half. Now you just created a bunch of zombies that are crawling, which are more dangerous than the walking ones, honestly, because they can be silent and you just sneak up on your ankles, which is your weak points when you're when you're walking around. You just created a bunch of them. Good job. You didn't kill any of them. Think of, think about that again when you watch this episode. They didn't just kill a bunch of zombies. They just cut them in half. And we've seen countless times, even in the first fucking episode of the show, that you can, a zombie cut in half is a zombie cut in half. It's still fine. It's like a worm. It just, it doesn't regrow, but it just kind of, it just, it just crawls for an eternity now. You just created crawling motherfuckers, and that's, that's dangerous. Um, the point is, and they get out of the car, and they're like, oh, they run, and then all of a sudden they're swarmed by zombies, and I'm like, how the fuck did, why are they all right there? Like, I get that you cut them in half, but then cut them in half and then drive the cars back to where you were. 
what? Why are you? They get out and they're, they're swarmed by zombies, and they're like, he just kind of shoves zombies over, and then they get in the truck and they all leave. And I'm like, why the fuck did you not just move the goddamn cars again? They go, they go two directions, move it back, and then you're safe from the zombies, and you can get back in the truck, and the, the cars are back to where they were in the original position. What the what the fuck are we doing here? Why did why did you almost die just to just to stop the car there? It, it, you gain nothing from that. You would have been just it would been just as fast for you to move back the car back. Mm, why the fuck? And then in the reverb mirror, the fucking dynamite goes off. The Rosita sat down. She's like, I goddamn knew it. I goddamn knew it. And I'm like, goddamn knew it. But you didn't goddamn know that getting your characters out in a goddamn herd isn't a good goddamn idea, you goddamn bitch. You goddamn bitch. Ah. Oh, the show sometimes. It just bothers me. Um, the What's his name? Shows up. What is his goddamn name? Um, Simon shows up. I love Stephen Ogg. He's great. He's great in everything. He, he gets out, and he starts looking for Daryl. They do a 15-second to 20-second search for Daryl, and that's over. And I was like, ah, oh, I thought that's where we were going to spend a big chunk of the show, but I guess not. Um, moving on, uh, they find out all the food's gone, and he's like, oh, you got to find some food before. You know, luckily, we're not here for... I know I'm turning in this. I was going to burp, so I was turning into... <laughs> I was, I was basically turning into Stallone there. I got a, why you got any food? Oh, that was terrible. That was like a black dude. What the fuck? Anyway, um, there's a 10 second search for Daryl. All the food's gone, like I said. And they and then they leave. And I was like, okay, that was dumb. He's like, if you find Daryl, if Daryl shows up, let me know that there is no there is no time limit on this. There's no statute of limitations that we will kill everyone here. Blah blah blah. Um, they start looking for Gabriel. They can't find him. They find this Bible and it has the word boat written on it. And I was like, was he the monster from before that you see walk in front of the camera when they're on the when when Aaron and Rick are you know looking through the boat in their video game level? And speaking of video game levels, that scene with the wire that I was talking about where they cut him in half, that was a video game scene. This show is turning into video game. It's fucking stupid. Um anyway, they decide to go look for him where the boat was. They we finally get before they leave. There, we finally get to see a scene with Eric and Aaron, which I don't know has happened yet. To be honest, if it has, it was so unmemorable, non-memorable, anti-memorable. It was so dememorizing. It was I didn't remember it, motherfucker. It didn't, I don't I don't remember any scenes with these guys, and they're they're together in the comic quite frequently. Anyway. They, um, Rick and all those guys, they show up, they find, they get surrounded quickly by these people, and I'm like, hey, a new group of strangers, oh my god, is it, has it been every other episode already? Oh, time flies. <laughs> oh, man, I didn't believe it, but here we are, a new group of people, I can't wait to memorize a bunch of names that don't matter in three episodes, oh man, I'm excited. And then Rick smiles, he gives an awkward smile, and then the fucking credits, and I was like, what the fuck? <sighs> You know what, though? Fine episode. It was acceptable. I liked the episode. wasn't the greatest, but a lot of fun, I guess. The, the video game shit I was mentioning was kind of stupid, but whatever. You got to do what you got to do. It was fine. It was passable. And it's the end of the episode, so fuck off. Fuck off, Walking Dead. Um, go to liwstudios.com. Liwstudios.com. Check out all the shows. We got a bunch of review shows. We got a bunch of video shows. Shooting movie show down in Americant. Just released our Oscar episode. I can't say Oscars on the show, but it's bad award acceptance speeches. It's for the Oscars. I can say that. I can. It's like you can say, hey, this comes out around the Super Bowl, but you can't say, this is our Super Bowl episode. You can't say that for some fucking reason. Anyway. Because it sounds like the NFL sponsored. It sounds like the Oscars sponsored. Uh, blah, blah, blah. <sighs> anyway, check it out. It's funny. We improvised 
a bunch of speeches in a row. It just released yesterday. Um, it's completely improvised. We would give each other cues on the, at the moment, and then they would have we would have to walk. The other person would walk up to the, the to the podium and be like, "And here I go." And then it would speech. A lot of fun. Um, a lot of fun. I'm gonna release a behind the scenes thing where it's uncut uh, soon here. I think in a couple weeks. Anyway, guys, in the mean, until next time, and in the meantime, here we go. I am Phoenix West. So long, citizens of Alexandria, Kingdom Hilltop, and then the trash people. So long, citizens. Bye.